This just might be the secret of life. The secret, says Sylvia Borstein, Jewish grandmother and Buddhist teacher, to equanimity and a measure of peace. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Pain is very real. Physical pain, a signal transmitted through the central nervous system that something is wrong. Suffering, on the other hand, is the interpretation or meaning we assign to the pain. We are all experts at telling ourselves stories, asking what if, and catastrophizing, inadvertently adding pain to suffering. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. I'm thinking of the New Yorker cartoon, one of umpteen variations on a guru sitting cross-legged at the mouth of a mountaintop cave, speaking to a spiritual aspirant who's made that crazy, arduous climb for the answer to the big question, what is the meaning of life? And the guru answers, if I knew the meaning of life, would I be sitting in a cave in my underpants? <laughs> the Buddha summarized all his teaching by saying, I've come to teach one thing and one thing only, suffering and the end of suffering. Sylvia Borstein tells this story. Once, as she was giving instructions for meditation, another part of her was admiring herself, feeling impressed with her clarity and eloquence. And just then, there was a huge clap of thunder and hailstones the size of golf balls began pelting the roof. And Sylvia thought, I wonder if this storm has something to do with my excessive pride. A few hours later, she was buckled into her seat on a flight from New York to Chicago when she overheard the passenger in front of her chatting with her seatmate. She told him that she had come for her mother's funeral and along with her five sisters to clear out her childhood home. There was nothing to be sad about, she said. Her mother had lived a long, full life and the girls had enjoyed being together, picking out what they each wanted from among their mother's possessions. I'll tell you what though, she went on, after all was said and done and everyone had taken what she wanted and the rest had been given away, there was only one thing left, the owls. My mother collected owls, God knows why. Wooden owls, little pewter owls, china owls. She'd been doing it for years. She had a huge collection and none of us wanted them. Finally, we decided to give them away. And just as I was making a phone call to arrange to have them picked up, the thunder and lightning started and the hail came down. And I just knew it was my mother letting me know she was mad about the owls. And then the captain's voice came over the loudspeaker. We're going to be delayed. 
Cold air from Canada is meeting warm, moist air from the Caribbean, and it's producing a north-south band of violent storms that are now halfway between here and Chicago. Those of you who were in the area this morning experienced the full force of the storm as it passed through. Had the hail been sent to Sylvia to punish her? Had the storm come to the woman on the airplane as a message from the dead? Don't give away the owls. Or was the plane delayed because of a random and completely understandable meteorological event? More often than not, the stories we make up to explain life storms add suffering to pain. Exactly 200 years ago, in a letter to John Adams, Thomas Jefferson wrote, there are those who are always counting that the worst will happen, because it may happen. To these I say, how much pain have cost us the evils which have never happened. One of the Buddha's most famous teachings, known as the poison arrow parable, invites us to consider what would happen to someone who, having just been shot and wounded by a poison arrow, spent time to reflect on the assailant the cause of the attack, and the nature of the poison instead of removing the arrow, adding suffering to pain. Yes, continues the Buddha, the pain was great, but imagine how much greater it would be had the person been shot with a second arrow in exactly the same spot. However painful our experience, adding the second arrow of our outrage, disappointment, resentment, judgment, or self-judgment only adds suffering to the pain. Every day, life proffers poison arrows, pain and the choice not to add suffering to pain. Ending suffering depends on seeing clearly. To see clearly, one of the revered Thai forest monks, Ajahn Sumedho, reminds himself to come into the present and experience the moment, moment by moment, without elaborating on it. He says, I say, it's like this. It's just what's happening. Sometime, if we're very lucky, We'll have an experience of making the right choice, an experience that is so vivid, so indisputable, that going forward, we'll catch ourselves at the choice point between pain and suffering. I can remember motoring far out into Provincetown Bay on a late Sunday afternoon with my parishioner, Paul Richards, a big, blonde, boyish Midwesterner with a Baptist heart, he used to recruit new church members by inviting groups of six friends at a time to Sunday brunch at his beautiful waterfront home. The hitch was that the invitation started with the church service from 11 to 12. If you planned to eat, you had to meet Paul in his pew. He was shameless. He was charming. The Kaposi sarcoma that would kill him in a few months had just erupted on his calf. 
rocking peacefully at anchor, he savored what unknown to us both would be his last boat ride. But the temptation to drown in sorrow threatened to undo me. It was Paul who separated the pain from the suffering. Even if it kills every single one of us, he said, even if there is no one left to tell the stories, it matters that we care for each other in all this madness. It matters that even in the face of death, we love each other well. Yakwi Shaman Don Juan Matus taught us we either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves strong. The amount of work is the same. My dear Joanna, beloved spiritual companions, how much pain have cost us the evils which have never happened? Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Let's give away the owls, remove the poison arrows, come into the present and say, it's like this. It's just what's happening. May we see clearly we either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves strong. The amount of work is the same. May we love each other well. Amen.